Let me try and channel you. You're listening to the Sister Luna Psychic Services Podcast. This is your host, Sister... Well, this is me introducing your host, (laughs) Sister Luna, a.k.a. Madeline Starchild. Why do you always make it like a long, multiple name thing? Is it not... Is that not part of it? To do the multi-name? I think you're just ma- like in your mind. I'm Daenerys Stormborn, and you're like, "This is Sister Luna, keeper of podcasts." And I am your co-host, John Wildfowler, aka Darkstar, aka <laughs> what the Darkstar. But, but I had a whole slew of them. And sorry, you, you sorry. caught me off at one. No, I'm sorry. Well, no, it's fine because I. Literally only have the one, and that's why I went very stupid very quickly. No one's ever called you Darkstar. You have so many nicknames, and that's not one of them. I really do, but they're all like they're Johnny plus some kind of like very stupid nickname. Grit. <laughs> yeah, this is your co-host, Crab Cakes Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Our host has not COVID this week. We don't know that. I'm getting but, a test tomorrow. Yeah. Wait, the day after tomorrow. And that's the movie that we're here to discuss this week. What? The day after tomorrow. No. Oh, okay. I'm going to throw out all my notes. This isn't a film podcast. I feel like there's a number of times where film is discussed. I guess so. I guess it's mostly just me being like, well, it's not how they did it in the film. <laughs> Except you never use the word film in context like that, because that would be gross. A film, especially when you pronounce it that way. I just talk about them like they're real, like my friend Dominic Toretto. You do that, actually. <laughs> well, yeah. When you get to know the ins and outs of their lives... You become part of the family. You start to live your life. We're not uh, talking about Fast and the Furious. Quarter mile at a time. No. <laughs> I'm going to shut that down right now. I, I'm i going to find an angle and I'm no. like, well, okay. I really hate those movies though and you know it and you bring them up constantly. So you're trying you to start. You haven't even gotten to any of the good ones yet. Oh so. my God. Maddie's walking out on the podcast. Okay, so if you're not familiar with the series, the first one is, it's like an interesting time capsule of, especially like pre-9-11 and we're kind of like, I guess anti, yes. Well, you watched, you walked out. I was checking to see if you had listened into, I was doing my job. I have a cough. I have a cough due to a cold or due to novel coronavirus, maybe. Who knows? It's a type of cold, isn't it? Uh, I think it's technically a type of flu, Hmm. but I'm not actually 100% sure about that. If you're the novel coronavirus, please write in. So for that reason, I'm required by law to isolate for the next like 10 days. Here's a weird thing. We live together. I don't have symptoms, but we are 
constantly breathing all over each other. <laughs> and I'm Perhaps. required to go to work. I am asymptomatic, but... That doesn't uh, mean you don't have it. it they already does proved not, that. Yeah, they, like, you can be an asymptomatic carrier. So, yeah. This week we are talking about the horrors of government. <laughs> you can talk about, about that. that. I don't know. I was going to just um, do a shorter episode since every time I talk for too long, I start coughing incessantly. Um, and I thought that a good shorty to do would be my ghost story. You may think this is us doing less work, but it's actually we're recording for the same amount of time, just constantly having to cut out coughs. And also, I know we've said this a lot of times, like, jokingly or sarcastically, but if you have a ghost story, you should email us at sisterlunapodcast at gmail.com and we'll read your story on the air. Has to be real, though. Unless it's Has to be real? Yeah. Okay, literally the only thing I prepared in my mind today was... Fiction? Very fake. Okay, well, if it's not real, it has to be a really good story. It's not that either. (laughs) (laughs) Should I tell mine? Yes. Once upon a time, I moved into this house in Queensland, which is a southwest neighborhood in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Are you familiar with that neighborhood? Not really, no. That was outside of uh, when I worked in that area of the city, that both times outside of our reach right it's like pretty old i guess for being that far south it's a lot of like old bungalows and stuff and that was the place that i lived in was an old bungalow and the guy that owned it and lived upstairs was like a rig pig so he was like never there he was always on at the camp or whatever oh it was like a bunch of like century houses right no I don't think so. What's interesting <laughs> is there are different eye rolls that you give me that mean different things. Sometimes there's a very like hard, far back eye roll, which is when I say something grown worthy. And then there is, are tons where you just do multiple, just rapid fire eye rolls. <laughs> and that's what I just got. And I have to assume it's because I'm right, but no. No, shaking head. So, yeah, not that. I think the rapid fire one's probably worse. Anyway, I guess I'll start my story over now. Ready? Very old house. Not that old, but old enough. I moved into this older bungalow, and my, like, landlord slash roommate was barely ever home. And so I rented the basement, which had, like, its own little suite and whatever. But it's still a fucking basement. Probably an illegal suite in retrospect. Anyway, at the time I worked at an art gallery and he had all this like really tacky art upstairs, which it sometimes made me laugh. And other Sorry, times, the owner did? Yeah. Okay. Other times made me like kind of annoyed. What kind of tacky art were we talking about here? Um, well, in particular, there was this really bad screen print, like canvas picture of a tiger Hell yes. Okay, like, you saw my eyes widening, like, as you were saying, screen print, tacky, and I'm like, say fucking tiger. (laughs) 
it was a tiger. Hell yes. <laughs> so you had good taste. Um, and he also had all these little motorcycle figurines that he would line up in front of the TV, like on top of the TV stand. What do you mean by motorcycle figurines? Because like they're uh, figurines of motorcycles, like they're scale models or they're like cartoony or there's no like... they're like real they looked like a real motorcycle but just little okay like hot wheels style kind of yeah but like bigger than hot wheels okay hot wheels <laughs> yeah so we had a whole bunch of those probably like 10 or maybe a dozen of them in front of this tv and right across from the front door there is like a little kind of an end table type thing where he would like put his wallet and keys and stuff on it when he would come in the house or whatever. And he, yeah, he would just like leave shit on there all the time. And when he wasn't home, like when he was off, only when he was at work for two weeks or whatever, um, he's like, you can just like go upstairs if you want. Like, I don't care. Use the kitchen. Like, cause I didn't really have a kitchen in my Mm. suite. And yeah. So, Okay, I work at the art place and I come home and every single day for so long, for like at least a week, this tacky fucking tiger painting was crooked. Sorry, it's not a painting. This tiger picture was crooked. And every day I would straighten it. Yeah, (laughs) the art. And I would think like this is so ironic that I spend my whole day hanging Mm. and talking about art and straightening pictures and then I come home and come this home same shit picture is always crooked every day. Get really stuck with me. Because I always had to look at it and like pay attention to it because I was always straightening it. You know? Well, if it was straight, I wouldn't have noticed it. But because it was crooked, I was like always looking at it because I had to, had to straighten it. No, here is where to me an obvious question comes in, but it may not be obvious to you. Why did you have to straighten it? I don't know how to explain that to you. It's just the way it is. It's like when you go through the kitchen and say you're going to get yourself a cup of tea with honey. So you open the cupboard with the cups and the mugs in it, pull one out. And then you go over to the drawer with the spoons in it, pull out a spoon. Then you open the cupboard with the honey in it, get the honey. And then you open the cupboard with the tea in it. And then you make your tea. And then you leave the room. Now there's... Three open cupboards and an open drawer in the kitchen. Right. As, well, because, yeah, three things. I cannot handle that. It just bothers me. It's like those pictures that people post where it's a brick wall, but there's a part where the bricks are, like, aligned wrong. Hmm. That's upsetting. What we're introducing into the lore of this podcast is that Maddie has... A very, very mild, very, like, non-fatal case of obsessive-compulsive disorder. I don't have a disorder. Well, obsessive-compulsive inclinations. Sure. That's better. Fantastic. That's why I get so frustrated when I try to knit things, because as soon as I fuck up one stitch, I'm like, well, the project's ruined. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... The painting is always crooked. The misaligned painting. Yes. And it's just like got the creepy vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in the house. You're like cooking something with your back toward. 
like you're looking at the stove, so your back is turned to the room, and then you just get the feeling that there's someone else in the room when there's no one there. You might even turn around and look, and there's no one there. I was having that for a long time with just that and then the crooked painting every day. And I even checked the hard wire on the back of it and like how it was hung up. I'm like, how does this keep going crooked? I can figure it out. And then one day I was uh, showering in the upstairs part of the house because the guy wasn't there and I only had a bathtub. I had like a weird, like, I don't know, like a big corner bathtub in my bathroom, but no shower. Yeah. So I was showering and as I was in there, I could have sworn I heard someone in the house. And at first I thought, oh shit, I really don't want to be caught in the shower if he just like weirdly came home early for some reason. Like Mm. that's going to be so awkward and terrible. Please don't make this happen to me. It's my first thought. But then, so I'm listening and I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. And then I don't hear anything else. And I was like, okay, I guess I imagined it. Because mm-hmm. if he had come home, he'd be like walking around and like, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have just heard like one Complaining creep. about all the thumbprints on his cool tiger <laughs> painting. <laughs> yeah. No, I know how to straighten a piece of art. I just told you I was working at an art That's gallery. True, and like but put my fingers all over it. Hey, he wanted it misaligned. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, he's like, who's straightening out my tiger painting? I have to make it crooked every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so I'm in the now I'm in the bathroom. I've got my hair in the towel, and I'm like, I don't know. I just don't allow myself to use two towels. So I'll like dry off, and then I'll use the same towel for my hair. Wait. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like some people, most people, I think that are normal. <laughs> They use a towel for their body and then they yes. like wrap it around and then they get a towel for their hair as well when they have long hair. Right. Okay. Towel. You know what I'm saying? I guess I don't have long hair, but that still seems bonkers. Okay. Well, then you're on my side because I don't do that either. No, no, no. It seems bonkers to use the same towel. Why? <laughs> well, because you got to put a, you put on your towel and then you go into the bed and then you oh, start yeah. scrolling your phone and... <laughs> Then you, I don't do you're that. late for work. I have to do all my skincare after I get out of the shower, and, which is what yeah. I was doing. So I well, dry off, I put my hair in the towel, and then I'm like moisturizing. And it was winter, so I'm like moisturizing my whole body because it's winter in Alberta and it's like basically living right. inside of a freezer. So you're just dry and cold all the time. But the, like, yeah, you're cold. So you don't put on a house coat or a towel? How am I going to moisturize my body with a house coat house on? Stuff. Goodness. <laughs> so I'm naked in this bathroom with the towel on, moisturizing, and I'm like mm-hmm. so sure that there's someone standing outside of the door. <laughs> I like hear the feet again, like er, er, like someone's just like stepping right outside the door. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm scared that the guy is there and he's being super creepy. Yeah. You know? And then, as I'm looking toward the door, because I hear this weird sound, the door, like, apparently wasn't closed properly, and it just, like, creaks open. Oh. And then I'm, like, I, like, back away from it, but also push it open at the same time, because I'm trying to see who's there, but also trying to not, like, share my naked body. (laughs) Hold on. I couldn't decide. I'm, like, I need to know. You you shoved it open. Yeah. 
to not show your name. Well, I moved out of the way, but I was like trying to look. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm like. You're sideways side. on the wall, and you open <laughs> up the door, and you're like, hmm? Yeah. Okay. I got it. There's no one there. Yeah. And I was like, is this ghost creeping on me? Like, it's trying to see me naked? It's like a horny ghost? What? <laughs> anyway. It's the worst, Skyland. Right? So I'm at this point, I'm like pretty creeped out now. It's opening doors on me. I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. So I call my mom, and I'm like, Mom... My house is haunted. I hate it here. What do I do? And she's like, you made your bed. You lay in it. Oh, my God. That's a quote, I swear to God. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> hang up. And then... Um, Have you ever asked her about that after the fact? I feel like she would probably deny it. But I think I have, too, asked her. Yeah. I think I've asked, I asked her, like, pretty soon after... And she didn't deny it. She was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. it's just, I stand by that, basically. <laughs> but I think now she would, like, say, no, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, no, no, Like, <laughs> she, yeah. Okay, but that you got confirmations. She was like, see, it was all fine. That's kind of was her right. point. My thought was one of maybe the ghosts was interfering with the phone call. No. Was the ghost saying, like, you made your bed lie in it. That's terrifying. It wasn't supposed to be. I was trying to do a copy of your mother's voice. I, no. Dick. <laughs> no, she does not. She is a sweetie. She does have a deep voice for a woman, and she has, like, smoked every day of her life for a lot of years. But that's still rude of you to do. Let me Let me try again, but, like, be sincere. Well, you made your bed lie in it. No, that was no, closer. It was closer. You sound like yeah. a voice actor in a video game. Yeah, like... <laughs> An NPC. Every time you pass it, it says that. Okay, yeah. So the ghost, like, was being a peeping ghost on me when I was in the shower. And then I called my mom, and she basically told me to go fuck myself. And then I just was like, okay. And I'm just sitting on my couch in the basement. I was doing laundry. And I, like, didn't want to even get off the couch. I didn't want to go check my laundry. I was, like, so scared. And also, mm. I was so young. I was, like, 19 years old. So, or maybe 20. Something like that. Yeah. I wasn't the super confident, experienced witch that I am today. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> As I'm sitting there, I hear this weird sound coming from my bedroom. And as I said, I was doing my laundry. So I, like, all of my clothes were in the laundry at the same time because I was 19. <laughs> and I hear, like, this tinkling sound. Clink, clink, clink. Like, this weird. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I get up, and I'm, like, trying to see what it is. I go in my room. I look around. I look at the window. It's closed. And I look toward my closet my empty closet that just has a bunch of wire hangers hanging in it. And all of the hangers are swinging in different directions in mm, the closet. Don't like that. At different rates. Like some of them are swinging faster oh. and some of them are swinging slower. Don't like that like, at all. It was, I was just standing there like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what, what is going on? It was horrifying. Yep. And Get then I also like thought to myself, well, check where the vent in the room is like maybe the vent for the heat is like right underneath 
the hangers, but it wasn't. It was on a totally different wall. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> and so then I decided to get proactive about the ghost. Well, no, that night I just laid in my bed in terror the whole night. But the next day... <laughs> You had the, the Sam Raimi suit-up scene where, like, you're <laughs> lacing up and putting on your... I'm lacing up my curly-toe boots. <laughs> Sorry, your curly-toe boots? Yeah. The, and I'm, like, putting on my stripy socks. Stripy socks. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, curly-toe boot, and I lace it up. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, I drop the, like, long black skirt over top of it. Then it pans up. You see I'm putting on the pointy hat. I got my broomstick, and I'm like, let's do this, you stupid ghost. I would <laughs> probably watch that movie. <laughs> if Sam Raimi made a movie about me fighting a ghost. Yeah, but also your dress is the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> Wicked Witch of the East, actually. It's the one with the stripy socks. I... Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so I decided... I mean, I kind of tried to collect some cleansing herbs, but I didn't really have much on hand. And I was, like, determined to make it happen in that moment, you know? Yeah. So I got my tarot cards out. That was one thing I did already have a lot of experience with at that point. You know, like, reading. Yeah. three years of reading already. So I was like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll just address the presence and do a reading for it. You know, so that we can communicate and maybe it will leave me the fuck alone. Stop scaring the shit out of me. Mm. So I shuffled and I drew three cards. This was with my original deck, the Rider Waite deck. Classic. The classic deck. Mm-hmm. And the first card I got was Four of Pentacles, which you can read as being someone who feels that they have... They're experiencing some kind of scarcity and they're trying to hold on to their material possessions. I'd imagine that if you were a ghost, you would feel a lot of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Like, where my body at? <laughs> but also you still why, have... Why, why can't I eat things? <laughs> How come I can only speak through Whoopi Goldberg? No, well, they can also go... Ooh. Oh, right, yeah. But also they're, like, still holding on. Like, I think when ghosts are haunting stuff, it's possible that they're like, this is mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They want to get behind their wives and help them with pottery. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to remember if I had the Demi Moore pixie cut at that time. I don't think I did. I'm not sure. (laughs) I've definitely rocked a pixie cut a few times, but I can't remember if I had it then. Yeah. The second card was the tower. Oh. Yes. And then the third card was the five of cups. What was the uh, the spread you were doing here? Like, like I, w- I didn't the... really like. Do oh, it. it was just a three card monster? I just was kind of letting it happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was reading for a spirit. Who knows what rules apply? Sure. Gotcha. And the Five of Cups, like, when you look at the image, he's got two spilled cups, and then he's got three non-spilled cups, but his back is turned to the full ones, and he's, like, sad that the other two are spilled. Right. And there's a path leading from that part to, like, 
in the distance, there's a nice bridge and like a happy little sun. Mm. So I read this to the ghost saying, I know that something really unexpected and like terrible happened to you and that you're trying to hold on to this world and to your like things and the stuff you remember but you're only focusing uh, on what you lost you aren't focusing on the opportunity that you have you know which is to acknowledge that you still have the other three cups and like go on the path across the bridge move on mm. and i felt this sounds dumb but it felt the whole time while i was doing that felt the same way that it does when i'm talking to aquarian like you can sense it when someone's really listening to you yeah you know what i mean and that's how it felt do you want to because you kind of alluded to it in your explanation of, of the five of cups do you want to briefly explain the tower and i will say if you want to know more about the tower have we got a YouTube video for you? <laughs> yeah. I guess I haven't mentioned that on this podcast. I did. We have not done a tarot episode at all. No, we haven't. It's in my back pocket with my cards. Hmm. Um, I have a YouTube channel where I've done a number of tarot card videos explaining individual major arcana cards. And I've actually been getting new notifications from YouTube lately and it's weird, but people are, like, suddenly commenting on it again and saying, you do the rest of the cards, or, like, I love these videos. And I'm like, what's going on? Where'd you come from? <laughs> like, I haven't uploaded a video in two years or something. I don't know. It literally might just be, like, people going through the podcast or, like, some kind of synergy, some kind of search engine optimization. Yeah. Oh, that's probably true. Other. Like, the Google is... Yeah, the Google, the Google is doing, the, doing it. If huh. you have gotten one of our things from one of our other things, leave a comment in the web zone. <laughs> that reminds me of Reboot for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Suit up and go into the web and yeah. tell us about it. Put web carcass on your pirate ship and go into... Reboot's so Is good. Is that what happens? Yes. I don't remember that. <laughs> Hit us up on MySpace. <laughs> we're not on MySpace. That's... We're missing out on dozens of people. <laughs> okay, the Tower card. Every time that card comes up, it means that something really drastic has occurred. And of course, the specific meaning of that depends on the context in which it's being read. So, for example, it could mean someone's lost their job or that their marriage is about to fall apart. Or So, if you're a ghost. You died. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hated one. <laughs> but because it's the tower and not death, it kind of led me to believe that maybe this was a like a murder or something. You know what I mean? Like a oh, okay. violent, yeah, like, like surprising a very, death. Yeah. Not like... Oh, I slowly am going to die from cancer or something. You right. Know? I finished this reading and it felt like it heard me and like worked. This is the first time I ever communicated with any types of like otherworldly beings too. So I was also like, how do I listen? I don't 
really understand. And I was a little bit um, resistant to it, I guess. Like, I was kind of trying to communicate with it, but I also wasn't super interested in, like, opening up my psyche to this ghost (laughs) yet. So I kind of had only one foot in the ghost water. Yeah. (laughs) But after that, I did continue to live there, and I never had any other creepy paranormal experiences. I guess I only stayed for, like, another month, but it had been escalating the whole time, and then it just was gone oh my god i missed a whole part okay oh my god i can't believe i missed this part i got so into the shower story yeah one day when i came home from work after this stupid tiger had been crooked 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 then i came home one day the tiger's not even hanging up and i'm like what the fuck it's on the floor and i'm like what the hell pick it up and then as i'm holding it i like start looking around the room everything's moved the TV is everything. like, yeah, like everything's a little bit moved. The couch is like slightly crooked. The TV especially was pushed away from the wall and all the motorcycles were like falling off of it. And so at first I thought someone broke in mm. and they like sort of ransacking the place. But then I looked at the little table where Buddy kept his shit. He kept like rolls of cash on there. They're still there. His watch is on there. Like everything is there. Huh. And I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> so I just put everything back the way it was and like moved on with my life. You ever pissed. ask him about it? No. Hmm. It was before the, I think it was after the shower, but before the hangar incident. Because that right. was definitely the last one. That was the straw that, that broke was the, the camel's that, back. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably the most dramatic one though, because it was, it didn't happen while I was in the room. That's why it wasn't as scary. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like shit was moving around while I was in there. I just came home to find it all moved. But it wasn't moved in a way that, like, someone would move things. It was like... Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it was rearranged. It was just, like, all crooked. It got mad at me for continually straightening the tiger painting. And it was like, oh, you don't like crooked stuff? Let me show you fucking crooked, lady. Okay. Now, the reveal. Oh, my God. And now I guess I have to tell the other part. So I was living there with an ex at the time, but he's not important to the story, so I didn't mention him. But now he is, because he's the one who told me this other potential explanation for why there's a ghost there. Now you're listening. John's like, what happened? So the guy who we were renting from supposedly had ties to some kind of biker situation. And they used to have parties at that house when that was more of a thing. Like him and these other people. Oh, right, okay. And there was a rumor that there was this young guy who would come by who was like way younger than everybody else, but he wanted to be cool or whatever. But he, um, I don't know, like mouthed off or did something and no one ever heard from him again. No one that this guy knew ever heard from him again. Like he just disappeared. Right. And I was like, well, that doesn't prove anything like... He just quit hanging out with them. But then he told me, yeah, there's a blood stain on the ceiling in our room. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, it's been there the whole time. I just never pointed it out to you because I didn't want you to freak out. And I was like, well, you're right. I would have freaked out. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Potential biker, biker murder. So you're saying that the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Seems possible. Right? 
It also means explains why he would want to fuck with that guy's stuff. He would also be like, oh, lady showering. (laughs) I'm invisible now, so why not? Okay, so that's not an alternate explanation. That's an explanation for the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I imply that it was an explanation for all the, like, when people say... Oh, yeah. Like, here's a more plausible... Oh, no. It was an explanation for, like, why there'd be a ghost there. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't murder people. Yeah. And also, if you find a blood stain in your house, maybe don't, like, hide it from the other people that live with you. Oh, fuck. What? I, like, I've been trying to come up with a parody song this whole episode and halfway there. Hold on. You're really struggling to come up with a parody song about ghosts? Wait, have you got one? I mean, it's like really low-hanging fruit. I'll no, give okay. you a chance to go first. No, no, no. You got it. Well, who are you going to call? Sister um, Luna. Oh. <laughs> Don't go hiding bloodstains. Mm. Please stick to the tiger paintings that you're used to. No, there was nothing good about that tiger painting. That was a bad, it wasn't even a painting. It was a bad fake art. Lithograph? No, definitely not a lithograph. (laughs) There's something there, I'm sure. I thought you were going to pull a song out of from Ghost, the movie, for a second. But I don't actually know what songs are in that movie. No good songs. No memorable songs. Little ghost, little ghost, when I'm scared of the most, I could do for you a little tarot reading. <laughs> Please leave me alone because you're scaring me. Please stop doing this. <laughs> little ghost, little ghost. <laughs> you like that? Yes. <laughs> Sister Luna says, If you find a ghost in your house, maybe you could try doing a tarot reading to it. Also, if you find a blood stain in your house, Alert as many people as you possibly can to it, instead of hiding it from them. Don't go hiding bloodstains. <laughs> Please stick to the tarot readings that you're used to. <laughs> I feel like I have to add a disclaimer, actually, because I think people are going to get mad at me for saying you should do tarot readings for ghosts. Okay. Disclaimer warning. Activating. Disclaimer warning. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> doing tarot readings for a ghost could potentially, or for an unknown spirit entity in your home, could potentially open you up to connection with negative forces and should be done with caution and experience. Never ever perform magic without the proper supervision of an experienced mage, witch, or wizard. Yes, or druid. Sister Luna says, Rider, wait, power! 